0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 9.19am, you are listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shounding and Keith.
1: Let's get a quick update on the FBM KLCI. This morning it's up zero point five percent. And did I d I didn't give a currency update by the way, which I forgot because I was so excited yeah. about markets. Uh US dollar against ringgit four point seven two four eight, pound five point nine eight three one, euro five point one two three five and Sing dollar three point five one double five. So it looks like the ringgit is starting to appreciate. All right. But if we
0: take a look at Fbm uh, FBMKLCI, how it's performed on a year to date basis, it's doing pretty well, up close to six percent, beating the single Poor and Thai equity markets which are both down by 3% on a year-to-date basis. Uh, in terms of markets that have outperformed Malaysia, Vietnam and Philippines are the two markets to beat in ASEAN uh, while Jakarta, the outperformer last year, is flat.
2: Index outperformance this year have been the utilities and banking sectors with Tanaga National and YTL Power leading the pack while Maybank and CIMB are not far behind. In the meantime, the fourth quarter results season has just come to a close with indications that there were few disappointments. Will this mean an upgrade to the FBM KLCI's earnings growth and year-end target for 2024? And what will be the outperforming stocks for the year?
0: All right, for some thoughts on this, we have on the line with us Imran Yusuf, Head of Research at MIDF. Good morning, Imran. Always good to have you. Let's start with the recently concluded earnings season. Did most companies meet MIDF's expectations for 2023?
2: Uh, Good morning and uh, thanks for having me again. So based on our coverage, uh, we can summarize that most companies meet our expectation. Uh, If you look at our our coverage, 49% of companies uh, came in within our expectation, up from 37% in third quarter. Meanwhile, the percentages of companies in our universe that outperform declined 21% from 24% in the prior quarter. Similarly, percentage of uh, negative surprises also fell 30% from 38% uh, in third quarter of last year. So, we can say that uh, it is within our expectation. So, the sector that meet our expectation were reeds, uh, plantation, financial services and properties.
1: So, similarly, what then disappointed, Imran?
2: Uh, the one that disappointed were construction sector. Uh, the larger size and more renowned players uh, perform well, uh, while the smaller names seem to be struggling. Uh, This is uh, due to higher materials and labour costs and also ongoing progress of uh, current projects that are still in initial stages. However, the one that uh, outperformed uh, was uh, telco and energy. So most telco and energy stocks under our coverage uh, came in above expectation. uh, For Energy, I think we were expecting larger decline when we saw earnings decline in U.S. energy market, but the certain sectors have been resilient. The OGSE and the oil and gas storage and transportation are seeing positive earnings growth. For Telco, mostly it's uh, due to a bit of uh, you know utilization of ta- tax credit in TM, uh, and then Aziata also saw their OCS perform relatively better. So Imran, uh, for MIDF, what's your house view for 2024 then? What's your year-end target? Uh, In terms of our year-end target, no change. We're still looking at uh, 1665 because although post-earnings seasons, uh, we have revised a bit our earnings growth from uh, from 12% to 10%. Uh, But if you look at the consensus uh, EPS for 24, uh, it's expecting 114.6. And based on Friday's closing, that's uh, about 13.4 times in terms of valuation for the CalCI. So we expect uh, the valuation to expand to uh, 14.5, still below historical range of 16 to 17 times. And this is based on positive sentiment uh, coming from likelihood of uh, US Fed rate cuts in the second half of the year and, of course, uh, the low valuation from FBM KLCI.
1: Okay, Imran, I'm starring at the Bloomberg right at this moment, and on a year-to-date basis, it, FBM's KLCI is actually up 6.3%, one of the best-performing markets in Asia. After years of being a laggard, what explains this this rally?
2: Uh, it's, it's certainly nice to see that, right? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, one of the key components is returning interest of foreign funds. Lah. I think one of the... Main driver for the rally this year have been uh, for, with the, uh, the foreign funds. So we looked at uh, February, for example. Foreign investors remain by net buyers bi- for the fourth straight month in February, uh, at about 1.32 billion, almost double January's uh, amount of 678.4 million ringgit. And yet, to date, inflows uh, net inflows is about 1.8 billion. So what we believe is that there's a reallocation of funds to laggard markets. So if you look at last year, really was the story about the developed markets. Uh, but, you know, the story about investors is to maximize profit. So we, we believe that uh, they're looking to maximize their profit by looking at laggard markets such as ours for this year.
0: And what do you think are some of the headwinds that we should be aware of yeah. this year? I mean, should we be more cognizant of external events or local ones?
2: I think local ones, we're kind of like stable a bit. And there's a bit of a boost coming from some of the government initiatives that was launched last year. So this year is the year of implementation. We're talking about Netter, we're talking about NINP. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the development expenditure that has been, you know, yeah, uh, mark. So we're looking more towards external events uh, for downside uh, risk. Uh, two major ones. Uh, one is, of course, the possible U.S. recession, although not a lot of people are talking about that now. But when we look at signals, there are two signals that uh, provide the possibility of this. One is the leading economic index, which has turned negative, And the U.S. Treasury, treasury yield spread, which is still, you know, um, you know, is still inverted in that sense. Secondly, is of course, geopolitics. Uh, I think this is where things are a bit uh, <clears throat> very hard to predict because there's possibility of escalation of war, uh, both in Ukraine and in Middle East, in Ukrainian front, uh, you know, uh, over the week. Uh French President said that the possibility of putting NATO troops in Ukraine, mm-hmm. getting more involved directly in the war. And then of course, you know how Middle East uh, situation is like. So So Imran, with all that in mind, uh, what are your topics and and why? <clears throat> well, uh, our topics, uh, although construction sector uh, underperformed uh, last year, uh, we expect earnings will improve going forward uh, because we can expect progress billing to improve in the upcoming quarters as construction co- progress uh, picks up pace. And then the, we have the large infrastructure projects to look forward to, the MRT3, all these have not yet been announced. So our topic mostly resides there. So we have Gamuda by call at 555, IGM Corp by at uh, 257, Sunway Construction. We have another buy call with a target price of RM2.86. And And May & Cement, where we have a target price of and 533 The second one, uh, another sector that we like is also that that going to play with the expected recovery in external trade. So we like Westport, uh, where we have a buy call with target price RM4.30. The company enjoyed the boost from container volumes uh, due to the repositioning of empty containers and it has surpassed original guidance of a low single-digit increase. We could be seeing an increase of an increasing share of gateway containers fueled by strong local export and FDIs as well, which would yield higher handling rates for them.
0: Imran, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Imran Yusof, head of research at Midf, uh, talking to us about his review of the latest quarterly
1: earnings season, as well as some of his top picks. Okay, so despite the fact that, <clears throat> excuse me, construction was the laggard last year and disappointed, he does think that this year you should still look at the construction sector. A lot of mega projects coming up, one of which, of course, is MRT three. So his top picks in the sector: Gamuda, target price five ringgit fifty five cents; IJM two. 2 ringgit 57 cents sunway 2 ringgit 86 cents and Malaysian cement, Malaysian cement at 5 ringgit and 33 cents he also likes westport for its exposure to external trade target price there 4 ringgit and 30 cents
0: all right it's uh, coming up to 9 29 in the morning we're heading into the 9 30 a.m news bulletin and then after that on pressing matters uh, philip c will be discussing thailand's current political scene under prime minister srita tavisin stay tuned bfm 89.9